when people like go into New Year's resolutions, it's like, well, I'm not skinny enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have this. I don't have enough this. I'm not this. I'm I am not. Yeah. I am not. I don't have it's lack, lack perspective. <laughs> Hey, hey Trashlings! <laughs> Welcome back to the Demon Trash Podcast. What's up? Told you we were back. This wasn't a lie. OMG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we stuck to something for once. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Uh, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for all the love uh, from us coming back. That was awesome. And also, like, uh, YouTube family, we see you. Thank you yeah. so much, guys. This is it's been fun and we're really excited. However, this is going to be the last podcast of the year. Um, we'll be back in January, you know, just leaving town, going to see family for the holidays. So um, we won't be able to make content for you guys. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, take those holiday breaks, get some rest, do yeah. some reflection and prepare for the new year, dude. But more importantly, be with family because, you know, we had some family get sick this year. It's important mm-hmm. to be with them and and be happy that they're still here with us and fine um so i hope you guys get to do that as well but uh today we have a really great show i'm really excited to get into it um i saw this we're gonna do something we're gonna try this drink drink i'ma buy you a drink all right seriously though i put some t-pain level money down on these um the psychedelic waters i saw this on tiktok and psychedelic waters not sponsored not Not sponsored sponsored. not sponsored (laughs) Although, hi. Um, psychedelic water. It's considered an herbal supplement. I saw this mild mood boosting psychedelic blend crafted to loosen you up and excite your senses. Now, there is not drugs in this. It's literally just herbs that like basically reduce stress and like also like euphoric things like there's kava kava root, damiana leaf and green tea leaf extract. Anyway, we're going to try it. See if we like it and see how it makes us feel by the end of the show. Hopefully it doesn't make us sick. It'd be horrible yeah. if we just poisoned ourselves. Yeah. Hopefully I don't. I already had tummy tummy problems. I don't need more. Remember last episode when we talked about a diaper? I really could have used one last week. <laughs> yeah, Carol was having tummy issues Whoa. last week. What's the taste? I don't know. Interesting flavor. I can smell like lime right off the bat. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like that. That's not a flavor for me. It tastes very medicinal. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's considered like a supplement drink. So like, I don't know what else I was expecting. I don't know if I like that. The taste of it, I don't really like. Anyway, we'll But try. we're here for effects you know yeah i I, i've put down some worse shit for a good time (laughs) so (laughs) anyway we'll see how it goes but let's go ahead and get into uh the first thing that we always get into which is our demon Demon trash moments it's a thing that we do that we know is bad but we do it anyway so we're going to talk about it Last week, I really didn't have one. Um, my life was just a demon trash moment. But this week, I'll tell you I'll tell you exactly what I had a thought. I had a thought. Okay, I didn't do anything 
But I definitely was like, I was got to a point where I was so angry about a couple situations that I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to tell the truth anymore <laughs> because there is something I do pride myself on and I'm don't I'm like not a liar. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. I'm a bad liar. Um, so I just like choose to always tell the truth. I always mm-hmm. just think it's like better. Honesty is the best policy. And um, but here's the thing. Lately, I haven't gained much from my honesty. <laughs> Um, in fact, I've lost mm-hmm. from being honest. Um, I've lost money from being honest. I've lost opportunity mm-hmm. from being honest. Um, I've kind of come out on the end of it, not a winner, but a loser. Right. For telling the truth. And I'm just... I really had to fight myself because I really was just like, you know, I'm just going to start lying. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to start lying. I'm not going to tell the truth anymore. If I feel like I can gain something by lying, I'm going to do it. And um, I'm going to tell you something right now. There is it's it's a war. It's a fight inside of me right now. An angel and demon are battling right oh, now no. to see if I should really just drop the whole telling the truth shit, because what do I get from it? Where is this karmic wheel? I mean, I understand I need to be patient for the universe, but like I it's out it's out here got me questioning it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much my demon trash moment. I don't know. I like being honest. I like being I don't want to be a liar. I think you should still continue to tell the truth because Do you think karma will come back and like Karma, and then also it's just like, you don't know, you could hurt other people, you know? And that's, that's not true. good karma. That's not good karma. That That's that's contributing to the ego. You know, we want to be reaching our higher selves. You're right. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Is the psychedelic water working? Is it making me a better person? You know, the more I drink it, the more I'm like, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah, I'm getting more used to the taste, but it's still, like, not great. No. It's not like, ooh, my favorite Bev. <laughs> Did you say Bev? Yeah, I don't know where that came All from. All right. Moving on. What's your demon trash moment this week? Um, My demon trash moment is just I've realized um, lately that, like, I keep being like, I'm tired. Like, I'm tired. I'm too tired to work. Right. You know? But then... Like, I've, like, really thought about, I'm like, I really haven't been doing that much. No. <laughs> like, not an excuse enough to be, like, I'm so exhausted. I can't, like, go work. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of, like, the problem with, like, like being kind of, like, a freelance, like, you work when you want to work. Is that getting the motivation to go and do that? <laughs> and now, like, I'm really kind of, like, being a bit in the butt for it because I'm broke. Right. You know, and I definitely... I'm sorry. I definitely feel like there were a few situations where I could have just like tightened my bootstraps and went and gone to, to work. Yeah. Because it's not really that difficult. <laughs> no, I have to say this year was the year. I I always thought like, oh, I have really good work ethic. I'm like, you know, you can count on me to hustle. This year, no. Yeah. I was not a hustler in 2021. Um. 
That's fine. I needed to not hustle. I needed to just take a break. Yeah. But I kept telling so, oh, I'll go work on this day. I'll go right, work right, on right, this right, day. Right. And I ended up not doing that because I was like, oh, I'm going to go work on Saturday. Didn't work Saturday. I was like, fine. And I justify it. We're like, well, I'll clean up and do this. No, I played Animal Crossing yeah. for like four hours and got nothing done. Like in my mind, I'm an interior designer. Yeah. This is my job. I'm working for Pokey now. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it's negatively impacting my financials. Well, when we're making vid- money from video games, I hope it's from Animal Crossing. Because <laughs> if it was, I'd be a goddamn millionaire right now. I'm a designer. I'm an interior designer. Right. Like, I'm a contractor. Yeah. Like, I build islands. But anyways, I feel like I, I've just, I feel like I need to like, before Christmas, need to just like, kind of like. Buckle down. Buckle down and go put in some hours and put in some work, you know. That's the plan. That's Because the plan. like, I'm putting myself in a more stressful situation. Yeah. I'm Do you know what I mean? I'm going to have a good Christmas and I can't be going to Disney World with zero dollars. Yeah. That's not fun. No. No. So, anyway, those are our Demon Trash moments. Guys, you should send us your Demon Trash moments, and maybe we'll share them on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Anchor, hello. Hey. I feel like we need to chug this water. Because I feel like what I want to do is by the end of the show, we're, like, feeling it. Like, if we can feel it. Like, 30 minutes, homie. All right. Quick chug break. We're going to chug this. All right, guys, we're back. So we wanted to talk about our like one of our favorite shows, The Great. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> if you guys don't know, The Great is a show on Hulu and the second season just came out. And it's basically it's basically like a loose retelling, extremely loose retelling of Catherine the Great, who was um, the longest reigning empress of Russia in mm-hmm. the 18th century believe it was the 18th century Mm -hmm. which would have been the 1700s and um yeah she like cooed her husband was a bad bitch um her husband peter the great but anyway season two came out recently and obviously we binged it because like we love this show Mm -hmm. the first season's really really great and but in the second season it's basically spoilers spoiler alert spoiler alert if you want to watch the show watch the show but from here on out we're going to talk about the second season Mm -hmm. so in the second season it picks up where we left off on the first season which is where she begins the coup against peter Mm -hmm. and so now she and her husband are enemies yes cooing so basically like the entire second season is essentially like an enemies to lovers situation between her taking over russia and him basically losing to her yeah giving up power (laughs) but she is currently pregnant with his child and Mm -hmm. he is like peter in the show is he's insane he's super damaged he's he's definitely like He's not like a regular person. No, he's definitely a little crazy. Yeah. He's definitely like a little bit of like a sociopath. A hundred percent. I mean, I imagine all royals were back then. Yeah. You know, they literally got anything they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. But-, but he is like insistent that he is in love with Catherine and that mm-hmm. he knows that she loves him as well. Which is kind of like the whole like point of the show where they're kind of like at odds with each other mm-hmm. and like they can't. 
he he won't kill her because he loves her and also is carrying his child yeah. and then you know throughout the show she's like not killing him and you're just kind of like why like this guy's crazy but like you can tell she has feelings for him and then towards the end of the him. show obviously she realizes that she has feelings for him yeah and i can imagine she's like i'm carrying his child this is the child's father mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so, and it's also super hilarious. I don't know if you guys have ever seen, if you guys have ever seen the movie, The Favorite, Tony McNamara, um, wrote that movie and this is, uh, his show as well. So the writing's incredible. I would say that the writing is like definitely has the female gaze in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, the show is like definitely written like they understand women. They understood the assignment. Yeah. A hundred percent. But it's like watching like like Akatar are uh from Blood and Ash like on screen mm-hmm. like the dialogue in it are like what those way better writing way, way better, better writing. way better writing but like what those characters would actually be like like in real not in real life but like on screen and like I highly like we're actually gonna say so Peter. So in this season, it's like enemies to lovers. And here's the thing. Peter is uh, played by Nicholas Holt, which we stand. Amazing actor. Incredible. Cutie patootie. Yeah. And then Catherine the Great is played by Elle Fanning. Mm -hmm. She's also amazing. So we're actually going to read some lines because we were watching this. And during their banter between each other, it's so toxic and like, it comes off as if they hate each other, but it's like they want to hate fuck like so yeah. bad. And like the troublesome thing is that because Peter is like a crazy guy, like he's a bad person mm-hmm. on all accounts. He's done some really he's bad He's violent. Stuff. He's kills. He just kills people on a whim. Like he doesn't really care about anyone. He's, he's very. He's known nothing he's else ego, like, Yeah. He's an egomaniac and like he's not a good dude. Like that's like from like. That's what you need to know. He's not a good dude. So this is why when we are talking about these quotes, it's like troublesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's it's difficult. to. He's not a good person, but it's almost like he doesn't know anything else. So you pity him also. Yeah. You're like, it's not his. It's not his fault because that's all he's ever known is how he was raised. But anyway, whatever. Me trying to justify it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically we were watching. It was like toxic simping for Peter and. There's a line. It was like in the it's in the first episode. And Catherine goes, he goes, he's like, keeps trying to have sex with her. Like, tell her, like, hey, put this behind us. And we yeah, can let's just, stop fighting. Stop the coup. He literally says, just stop settle fighting down. and we can get in the carriage and fuck all the way home. <laughs> and she's like, I look at you and go dry like sand. And his reaction was like, oh, fuck me. You're brutal. <laughs> the more you toy with me, the harder my cock gets. And I was just like sir that was just the first step the second one was i'll let you do the honors he yeah this was also in the the first episode which one uh the i just don't want an accident oh yeah he's just like so he's like talking to her trying to convince her not to let to just you know stop this coup like he doesn't want her to get hurt it's he just goes I just don't want an accident. Some loyalist grabs you, slams you your delightfully shaped skull into a wall, and it caves in, killing you and Paul. Can you imagine how upset I would be? I'd fuck your dead body for days. Now, and like this the- happens, right? Me and Avery just look at each other across the room, watching this with my boyfriend, and I'm just like, 
what and like it sounds bad when we read it because obviously we're not actors but the way he says it like he like means it he means it he means it and it's just like he like and it's just like like when he says it like i believe a hundred percent that he would do it he yeah would do he it. would have sex with her by- dead he body for days fucking mother's de- decomposing corpse in a glass case on display yeah like like this is how toxic and fucked up this guy is. But the thing that makes it like like instant confusion, like obviously first re- reaction is, what? Ew. Yeah. No. But second thought, it's just like, is this a trick? <laughs> yeah, why am I attracted <laughs> Like, to why is this? Why do I find that hot? <laughs> All right. This is what reading smut has done. We talked about this last week. Like, or not last week. I would say last week, but previous podcast. Um, <clears throat> it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Something is wrong with us. Me, yeah. me and Car- like the fact that he said that, and we were just like, hmm, like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your boyfriend was in the room, just like, what the heck is wrong with you two? Yeah. And you know what? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah uh something is wrong with us then the thing is though is that uh the thing is is that like peter is he is a in the in the show he is everyone knows him to be a violent you know ruthless sociopathic person yeah however they're fine with it because he's the he's the gang the emperor. emperor So everyone's like, and this is Russia, and mm-hmm. Russia is established to be an extremely violent place. Mm-hmm. The only way that you survive the court is by being violent. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the premise of the show. It's not your typical period history piece like no, show. No, it's very like... It's very comedic, and it's very brutal, and that's where the comedy lives, is in that mm-hmm. dark humor, 100%. But he's also like... So he's perceived at this as well as like being a very attractive emperor. Like yeah. all the women love him. He's he's kind of fucked like everybody oh, in that yeah. palace. Uh, but now he completely just wants Catherine. Mm-hmm. He like won't fuck anybody else. Yeah, which is unlike him. And he uh, the part where he like he's like this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, so then there was, like, this other scene where, like, after, yeah, well, you don't have to pull it up. After he had, um, you know, he, uh, what is it called? I can pull it up because I marked the time. No, no, okay. don't pull it up. Um, after he had given away the throne, um, they started, like, uh, after a while, she, like, is sexually frustrated because she's an empress and can't find anyone to have sex with. She's also pregnant and hormonal. And so. hormonal. So she goes um, to Peter to, like, have him <laughs> go down on her and stuff. And But she's like, this is just, you know, it's not emotional. This is just you doing me a favor. Yeah, but point. it confuses him. It confuses things because now he's thinking, oh, she's warming to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's also... At this point in the show, she's not completely succeeding. You know, she's not buying over Russia. Like, they're not 100%. Yeah, she's having a a hard time, like, governing Russia. Yeah, because they're like, 
she's German. Who the fuck is this bitch? So she's like, you know what? I confuse things. That's my bad. And she leaves him. They're supposed to have breakfast every day for 20 minutes. It's part of their deal deal uh, for her to be empress. And he's like, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> and he tells her that basically when all the things go wrong, She's going to come crawling back to him, get on her knees and cry and beg for his forgiveness. And he's going to kiss her on the forehead and tell her that he forgives her. And then all and then he's and then he goes into great detail, extremely, extreme detail, sensual, intimate detail about how he's then going to like proceed to make love to her (laughs) and how it's going to conjoin their souls. And like, it's like, so, and the way he delivers it and the whole time, it's just like Catherine just like melting over the (laughs) fact that she can, she's, she's here for it. He's, he's repeating fanfic to her, but in like real life, just like so casually doing it. This is what's going to happen, She was just falling apart. She (laughs) was falling apart. She was like, why? And she was just like, you, you, they cut back to her, and obviously she's like melting. She's flushed, and she just starts. She's trying to laugh it off, and I just kept thinking the entire time. And this continues throughout the season, and I just kept thinking, "Wow, this is the best romance novel come to life I have ever seen," and. It's messed up that this show has got me going, wow, I'm rooting for them. (laughs) This is so fucked up that it got me like this. But I love this show. I'm so excited for it to continue. Um, They definitely have gone off like they are not following history Yeah, they they obviously like aren't really like following history. Because at this point, Peter would be dead. Yeah. He would have been found dead and she would have successfully cooed. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, like, wild seeing, like, enemies to lovers, like, play out and just, like, seeing how actually toxic it is. Oh, my God. Like, it's like, this is not really a healthy relationship. Like, they want, like, she wants to kill him. Like, yeah. he has sex with her mother. Yes. And kills her. No, ac- he accidentally. Didn't- but he had sex with her mother. Yeah. He, which he is- was, like, fucking her against a window and the window opens and she falls out. So, spoiler (laughs) but like the part where he like holds a gun underneath her chin when during the coup when the palace is getting taken over he holds a gun underneath her chin and goes my patience is wearing thin takes the gun away and goes i love you bye paul like says (laughs) bye to his fucking unborn child and then leaves the palace for an escape and i was just like this is exactly what enemies to lovers is and we all of us bitches are reading that up and just eating it Eating mm-hmm. it for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, it's so dark and messed up. So many girls and women out there just being like, this is what I want. <laughs> and it's so bad. It's, it's so bad. bad. It's, it's so, so bad. But then my, but Raven was just like, my boyfriend was just like, he was like, listen, this is the same shit that like, you know, women are out here trying to fuck serial killers. We've talked about this before. He's like, it's like a thing with women. Like, it's like, it's just like a forbidden fantasy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a forbidden fantasy. Would I really have that in real life? Probably no, not. Absolutely not. If that was in real life. I mean, the thing is about the show is it's it's it definitely takes place on a plane of existence that like, I mean, it's not real. Yeah. No, it's not of real. Not. It's just it's there's some shit in there that's just it's funny. It's just comedy. It's a fantasy realm of like a retelling of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. 
So like like I said, in reality, Peter, she killed him. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead and now she's Empress. But in the show, it's just different. Yeah. But I love it. It's so it's addicting. It's so And the good. writing is so good. It's, it's just such so good ridiculous. writing. But it's it's incredible how well they've captured the female gaze. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Written for women, 100%. It's very good, though. It's a, it's hilarious. Like, my boyfriend loves the show. Yeah. He loves it. It's funny. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. You guys should check it out. And especially you spice-loving sleuths. <laughs> Enemies to lovers sleuths out there. You guys will love it. It's really good. It's amazing. <laughs> it's got me thinking about it's having me question some things question things and also making me realize i need therapy well here's the thing i'm not gonna read too much into it because i know that i'm not gonna bring this into real life it's just a for it plays into my forbidden fantasies mm-hmm. it's like you know it's like it's the same reason bitches be loving 50 shades and all of that it's just like you know we just we want what we can't have we want it. We shouldn't have it. We can't have it. Fifty Shades isn't that far off from reality, though. Oh, that's true. Girls do have boyfriends like that. But they're not having, like, Peters in their life. It's like, I would fuck your dad. Maybe they are. <laughs> Maybe they are. If you do, run. <laughs> Call somebody. Get help. Guys, TikTok. TikTok. It is. There is some stuff on there. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so cringe TikToks. Um, and here's the thing. I have seen some stuff on there that I'm just like, that really happens. And I'm going to point to the first one that we have, um, which is this is what got this whole topic going for us was the cringe Twilight TikTok where um, it you at, some some of you on t- uh, TikTok may have seen it where Edward sings a cosplaying Edward sings to a cosplaying Bella at a wedding reenactment. Mm-hmm. Let's play the clip. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is from like um there is a like Twilight Con, you guys, that happens in like Forks, Washington, and people like really do cosplay Twilight. And I believe this is from that or it's just from some other Twilight reenactment. And like it just bewilders me like how hard the Twilight fandom still goes. I I think it's just had a real resurgence with like TikTok as well. But like people still be some hardcore fans. Here, let's play the clip. All right. <laughs> okay. 
before we get into this, I just want to say I want to I want to try my best to come from a place of understanding of understanding and curiosity yeah. and not of judgment. No, no, no. This is not judgment. I and I stand by that. This is not judgment. This is curiosity. Um, but learning from Ted Lasso. Mm. Yeah. But um, that I don't like. I just come across cursed tiktoks like that like all the time and i try not to like them i just send them to people because mm-hmm. i don't want my algorithm to get messed up i, I don't want to see cursed tiktok yeah. all the time but like that was just just hard for me to watch <laughs> okay let's elaborate on why that was hard to watch because again and we've said this a thousand times we were this close to becoming that yeah, I feel there's like there's a thin line. There's a thin, transparent, fabricated line that anyone could get to that point where they end up in in the crowd of that yeah. reenactment. My question watching that. It's just who who decides who gets to be Edward, who gets to be Bella, you know, who gets to be Alice. Cause you know, like the girl who's Bella, she's just like, I'm Bella. I'm Bella. I'm the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And I think, like, it's just, like, it's it's taking that, like, keeping everything that's in here and taking mm-hmm. it out into the real world. And maybe my mind is just blown away by that, that they're, they're like, I'm going to take this fantasy and live it out in the real world. And maybe, like, that's the difference. Like, I just don't do that. Like, I don't cross that line. Yeah. I keep it in my head or, like, just not in reality, like, into the physical plane of reality. I keep it... My thing is, is like when you go to that, like, are you just like moved emotionally? <laughs> like the people in attendance, were you like, did you feel like, like moved were by you that like, performance? Do you think they're like, I am in Twilight right now? Like I'm yeah. at the wedding. Because like the thing that just like makes it super cringe, because it'd be one thing if it was like um just like christina perry like like the song like playing that in the background but the fact that it's like edward him singing singing and like really singing too like he's putting his heart Heart and soul in there soul into this and my thing is i just want to try and understand how you get to that level of that like part of me kind of gets jealous of people who can like take it there do you know what i mean is it because you think like is it because because this is what I feel I feel like I get kind of like I'm like kind of maybe slightly envious of that level of comfort in oneself to be able to be like yeah this is me and I'm here and I like it and the, it's just the, also the dedication the dedication you know like right. they had to like like go find that wedding dress or like go like especially like really complicated like cosplay it's like they made that shit yeah Do you know what I mean yeah but it's just like wild to me yeah you know they're living their truth and i'll respect that but it's just hard to watch from like an outside perspective definitely hard to watch um that's all i have to say about that i mean like do we know what that is? My thing is, is like, I don't know. Is that someone's actual real wedding that they reenacted? They're reenacting no, for their wedding? Or is no, it like a for at a convention? It's like Twilight Con. There's like Twilight Con. And it dude. happens in Forks? Yeah. Okay. And like they all dress up. They do like the baseball day. Like 
<laughs> Dude, demon trash goes to Twilight Gone. It has to happen. We're manifesting that. <laughs> Who are you cosplaying as, though? A Bella. Fuck you, I'm Bella. <laughs> We're all Bellas. <laughs> Wait, I feel like... No. I don't want to be part of the wolf pack or anything. Because there's only what's-her-name. I don't know if I Maybe cosplay. I'll go as Regurgitate. <laughs> regurgitate. You could. You have really big eyes. Yeah. You could go as Yeah. Reg- I do have big... I have, like, And I'll be Bella. I'll be eyes. your mom. <laughs> You'll need to be, because I'll be so inebriated. <laughs> um, all right. Um, what's next? Okay. So... I found this guy on TikTok who cosplays and like makes costumes and he's like he's like this like model he's like really I I will say this he's very handsome and he's very gorgeous but I came across this video of him cosplaying as Legolas and I have to say it was bone chilling. So I went onto his TikTok and I and he this is like most of his content, which I love. Like that's the the artistry, the craft, like I respect it. But the again, you're right. It's the commitment. It's the dedication. It's the dedication. Holy shit. It is that. And I have to say, like. But what it did to me, like, I don't know why it's like it's hitting that cringe nerve. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, I, it's also very sensual. <laughs> like it's playing into like you know maybe like fantasies, mo- fantasy and- like me wanting to fuck Legolas when I was like twelve or whatever. It's just too much. <laughs> like the it's- editing, the music, the light, the way he's the touching lighting, his body, the, the soft filter. Like it's too much. <laughs> You know, it's just like you're crossing a line for me. I don't know. (laughs) It's the angelic music playing in the background. I don't know what about it. It's just like weird. It's off putting. It's off because the guy's attractive. Like, (laughs) again, I say this with nothing but love. I respect the fuck out of it. He he makes this shit. Yeah, he makes it. And he like he's he look at his body. It's amazing. Like he cares. He cares about it. But it yeah it's it is it is the level of debt this is his life this is life work yeah and i think that's like honestly that's more acceptable to me than the twilight one okay all right so we have a we have a cringe meter yeah twilight's down here because he He's playing into like, you know, like I wish we had a meter. <laughs> like, <laughs> a graph. Yeah, a graph. Of cringe. Yeah, a graph of cringe. Because like that I can see like it makes sense. There's a lot there's so much simping on TikTok, dude. Mm-hmm. Like so much simping. So I can see like and like people really love like Legolas's like dad. Like <laughs> yeah, on TikTok yeah, yeah. too. Fuck, so, there's like, even people who like that fish from Finding Nemo. Yeah, so it's just like the level of simping, like I can understand where he's playing into with that and where people would like actually like that content yeah and stuff the twilight one i still don't understand it's just cringy yeah 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 the singing 
the singing is it's just not likable yeah i think what's upsetting me is that that triggered something in me it's nothing to do with him it just it triggered something in me and that's what i think i'm trying to say is it it triggered it like hit a switch in me we have another twilight one all right i almost don't even want to watch this (laughs) pov drawing session with dr cullen Jesus Christ. And it's Charlie. And it's like, you know, that one's like fine. I, because it ends up being a joke about yeah. Daddy Charlie. Yeah. Um, That's mild cringe for me. That's mild cringe. I think, um, I, I don't, I never sexualized Charlie or Dr. Cullen, Daddy Cullen. Yeah. Um, But now that like we're older, all the millennial women are now. And it's like, I mean, I'm guilty of it. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but we were watching Twilight, and, like, everyone's, like, simping over Charlie, but, like, we were watching Char- uh, Charlie, like, in our, like, series on YouTube, uh, but we were just realizing how bad of a dad Charlie was. He's not very present. <laughs> <laughs> He's not very aware of what's going He's on. He's not very aware at all. And as, as the sheriff of Forks, he, he's not working as much as he should be. <laughs> yeah, with all these, like, <laughs> fishing problems trips. and dead people showing up yeah and a lot of fishing trips he goes fishing a lot way too much for crime going on but i don't know maybe it's just like the sexual nature of it that's (laughs) that's cringe to me i just don't want to sexualize like certain twilight characters that's definitely not like as cringe yeah it it plays into more funny yeah now i'm sure a lot of you guys on tiktok have seen this man this this legendary singer um he's an r&b rising star and here we go Dude, it's the face. It's like the way of Dude, which he moves his mouth. Can I mouth. just repeat what he said, though? Yes. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, R.I.P. to all the soldiers that died in service. I dived in her cervix. Cervix. <laughs> it's the singing. Everything about that is cringe. That was a very high level of cringe. Yeah, I got a kink in my neck from it. Um, do you think that dude's for real? Some people think it's just like he's just like, you know, doing this to get famous. And he's actually probably like a good singer. But like so ma- like I see so many of his TikToks where it's just like bad. Like, yeah, so cringe. Every single video he puts up is cringe. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know if he could be good. He probably could be like if he like dropped the act yeah or if that's like just like a real person it's just like okay dropping judgmentalism <laughs> dropping the judgment i don't know yeah <laughs> he's going up a path he's going his own way yeah. i don't know he's carving out a he's carving out a new way for himself and <laughs> you know like will it work out for him only time will tell i think it's just the audacity of like I think some things are cringe because it's just the audacity of it. Like the audacity for someone <laughs> to put that on the internet. Yeah. Like 
you got some questions like did they think this was like actually good you know like do you think like they are legitimately taking this seriously or is it a joke do you know what i mean oh by the way by the way by the way rest in peace <laughs> to all that died in service i died in her service like because if you, so, like, let's compare like the, the Carlisle one of drawing Charlie. Like, you know, like he thinks that's, a, that's joke. a joke. That's yeah. a joke. So it's like it's cringe, but joke. This is cringe. The Twilight but singing, is it a joke? That one's that's hard to watch. I'm not just. Well, you it's not that? a joke. That's not a joke. That's serious. That's serious. That's why it's more cringe. Yeah. Now this one, I'm gonna have to say it's serious. I think this guy's for real. <laughs> I think he's for real, and that's what's concerning. So that that's a high level cringe. Yeah. Moving on. Now, I want to get really serious about this one, about this next topic, about these next couple of TikToks we're about to watch. And I want to be very, again, very delicate, very delicate with this because I know that this community is very strong. (laughs) And here's where, but I'm going to wage war on furries. I'm waging war. She's not giving no curiosity, just judgment. Just, yeah. Okay, so I want people to live their lives, and I respect that. However, when it comes to um, furries, mm-hmm. I am 100% a bigot. That's a soundbite. <laughs> uh, my thing is, is here's and here's my problem, and, and this is it. This is what's funny is that I actually have like a very close friend that's a furry. So like, again, I joke and I say shit, but I want everyone to know that I come from a place of love. But here's the thing. I want you to help me understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to understand it more because that's really where this comes from is just a lack of understanding. Like, mm-hmm. I'm ignorant about what being a furry means. Um, <clears throat> But I think it's disgusting. And here's, and I, like, Avery was, like, trying to break down, like, we were trying to get to the root. She was just kind of, like, giving me therapy. I was really just, like, trying to, like, analyze why this hate of furries. Because, like, when you, like, come down to, like, any, like, kind of, like, weird or, like, you know, any kind of, like, fetish or, like, I don't, like, fetish or, like, cosplay or whatever. It's just, like, this is just someone, like, living their truth, right? Right. This is just what they want to do. Like, so it's, like, why is that bad? Do you know what I mean? Like, why do you hate it so much? This is what I I say to you about that, is that you want to live your truth, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But your truth is that. Yeah. Your truth is that. And and that's, like, really all we could come to. And I think it's just, like... (laughs) That's your best. You're showing up as your best self. You're like your truest. Like this is who I am, and I want to like be in the world as like and be, show up as like my best self, like as my furry self. And you're showing up as that. And a furry. Help me understand why that. Why that? You just don't like that decision. No, I and I don't. I I don't. And I think the thing is, is that and there's I guess many. Here's another thing. I also don't understand this because I guess there's like different kinds of furries. Like, again, guys, I'm Internet demon trashlings. If any of you know, like I, I will have a furry on the show. 
to talk about it. We've had sugar babies on the show before. We, I will bring on somebody. Again, I am willing to understand. Right now, I am a bigot, but I'm willing to open up the conversation um, and understand. But I guess there's like different levels of furries. Like there's people who wear the tails and ears and like act like it. But then there's people who wear the all like the whole like fur suits mm-hmm. and they have like fursonas. A fursona. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, I think with Carol and her hating furries, she knows a lot about furries. Well, because like I said, I have I well, here's the thing. I'm I'm a little bit of a nerd. I'm a weeb. And there's a lot of furries in the weeb community, like mm-hmm. people who love anime. So I've been I've seen furries out in the wild a lot because I've gone to like anime conventions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why I know so much about it. And I also, like I said, I have a friend or I've known people who have been either super interested or sort of practice in it or mm-hmm. like yeah so yeah that's why I, know, I, I that's the only reason I don't I'm not out here like googling <laughs> furry stuff like because I just can't stand to even look at it I can't stand <laughs> to even look at it so I let's mean, go I and and I, I want to break down and I know a lot of people find this stuff cringy but like I want to point out like why like so I want to show some mm-hmm. okay so okay so like for example, this. Here's some furries out in the wild. This guy goes snowboarding. He's and skiing. And this is what's on the mountain with him. It's a bunch of furries in fursuits who show up on the mountain to go skiing and snowboarding. There's so many. There's so many. Um... It's the Squid Game music. And here's the thing. I, I like, happy for them. I'm sure it was like a community of furries. Like the local furries go to the mountain to go skiing and snowboarding together and enjoy each other's company. That's wholesome. And I love that. Um, But why in the furry suits? Why couldn't you go just as yourself? I, I just don't get it yeah, with the I don't, furry suits. The one, the suits I don't like that are, they're the, like, full animal suits. The full like, animal If they're just wearing like the, the cartoony, head, that's fine. The cartoony ones. Yeah. See, my furry friend was telling me that there's other types of suits that are even more, like, look more like animals. Mm-hmm. And, like, showed me what these suits look like. And they were, like... Also, I need to point out that these fucking things are expensive, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the full-on furry costumes. I- insane. Now, let's let's dive even deeper. Actually, no. I want to show uh, this one. Um, now, this is... But here's the thing. This was the one of them. So, like, furries on the mountain, skiing, snowboarding. Okay, fine. I can handle that. I've seen it before. Like, I've gone out... And been like, okay, there's a bunch of furries on the street, whatever. This is like, again, though, this plays into like, you want to show up as your best self, but your best self is this. You're going down the escalator. That's your suit. That's your suit you chose. Why that suit? To be a fat. What is that? What, I don't know if what it's even a wolf. Is, is it a wolf or a rat with the pizza on the head? What even is that? What even is that? I don't know. It it makes no sense to me. So now we go into um 
I don't even know what to call these people. Are they furries too? I don't know. They're people that act like, that believe like that they, I think this is the fursona territory. I could, I could also be completely, totally fucking wrong. But these are people that actually act like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've got fangs. They're howling. They have ears. She's wearing, wearing a collar. Uh, She's wearing a collar and a leash. They both are. They're panting. Okay. <clears throat> it's just cringe. I don't know what to say about it. Like, <laughs> it's just not right. And I blame Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I'd know. be blaming the cartoons of these animals. My thing is, is like. Again, it's the commitment. It's They're a- about to go live. <laughs> yeah, they, they were about, about to go. There's were- like communities of people who are into this. And this. That's just, uh. I saw one. Um, I saw one where this dude was wearing a fucking muzzle. <laughs> he muzzled himself and it was like this very elaborate like metal muzzle. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, I don't know. I it's 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 in a level of like fetish and kink territory too that i also think is very like uncomfortable for people i'm not i'm not here to kink or fetish shame but like there are people who are also saying like this is not my kink and fetish like there are people that believe that they are wolves it's the commitment Mm -hmm. it's the level of commitment from furries Mm -hmm. and now that could be ignorant i don't know if that they are for are are those furries like i don't know i'm just i'm begging somebody who wants to come on and like be patient with us and like break it down for us Mm -hmm. and like i'm not gonna shit on you like help me understand i want to understand uh i don't want to think you're such disgusting people (laughs) i don't want that anymore i i want to grow i want to learn yeah Okay, but also, like, a, a lot of people, I, see, this is my thing, is that I be, I thought that a lot of furries, like, also fuck in their suits. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, some people who wear the tails, sometimes the tails that come out of, you know, that are hooked onto the pants or whatever, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the times those are butt plugs or something. No. People wear them as butt plugs and shit. No. No, you heard what I said. I do not like that. I do not like it. You okay. know, <laughs> we all like different flavors of things. And <laughs> like, I try to rationalize it. It's like, it, who am I to judge? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm over here. I have my interests. I'm over here watching The Great, wishing like 
you know, like like we really were literally into it. simping over a dude saying like, like I'm here to fuck her dead body for days. Like, am I better than you? Absolutely yeah. not. And like that's why I'm saying like we are coming from a place of like I don't understand you and I don't like it. Help me understand so that I don't feel so shitty and cringy when I look at you. Yeah, but do you want to empathize with that? Do you want to like understand it? Not really. It makes my stomach turn, but I'm trying to be a better person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, like I, I genuinely do think it's important and I'm getting real for a second. Mm-hmm. I genuinely do think it's important for us to be like, to be like, Okay, I can say like I don't like it and it makes me uncomfortable, but I do think it's important that to try and understand something yeah. like so that I can empathize with a person. I want those people to not feel I don't want anyone to like hurt them or bully them for what they're into. You know, I so I don't want to be a bully. I want to understand. I can mm-hmm. be like it's not my thing, but now I get it. Yeah. Now I understand yeah. and you're welcome and you're valid. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm feeling like I'm feeling like a bully. I'm feeling like a bigot. I'm yeah. feeling like the villain in the story. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be a villain. I don't want to fight this fight, dude. Yeah. Because I think um, there's a lot of people on TikTok, a lot of different kinds of people, just on the internet in general. And like, there's a lot of TikTokers that just react to people like... To make fun of them. To make fun of people. And I don't necessarily kind of like agree with that. It's just like... It, like it's like funny to be just be like because we all have that kind of feeling when we come across something that's cringy just like what did i just watch Mm -hmm. you know like this is cursed yeah you know yeah this is cursed 100 percent. and you know sometimes it makes us laugh and it's like that's fine yeah but it's like i don't want to um yeah i just like we have just to live get we just have to keep on letting people like live their truth as long as it's not harming other well, especially people especially with like the rise of the internet you know it's becoming our lives and i just think it's important that if you know with the rise of the internet we are going to see stuff that we don't understand and we can't react with vitriol and violence yeah. and being bullies like we need to be able to react and be like okay you do your thing that's fine you're not yeah. hurting anybody yeah like you're you're living your truth my thing is is that i don't like your truth <laughs> and it makes me feel a certain way and I want to understand it. I mm-hmm. want to understand it because I think we'd be surprised by how many furries are out here. <laughs> like, yeah. I think we'd all be a little surprised by how many people are kind of like into that shit. So this is my call to action. I'm waging war, but a peaceful war. I'm ready to come. I'm ready. I'm inviting you to my table. We can write up a treaty and I but just you have to help me understand. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a fucking amazing episode. Demon Trash Talks to a Furry. Yeah. Hey, Trashlings. We just wanted to remind you all to follow us on our social medias. We don't want you, our besties, to miss out on any of our content. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Demon Trash Podcast, TikTok at Demon Trash Cast. With YouTube, we have two channels. We have the Demon Trash Podcast channel, which is the one you're watching this podcast on now. And then we also have our Demon Trash youtube channel which we just do a lot of fun content like we movie reacts stuff. and it's we'll fun. be playing games and we you know we're just our goofy gal selves over there <laughs> uh but you can find all of this info at demontrash.com which is going to be updated weekly now mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> go over there it has everything also guys don't forget to rate and review us on whatever podcasting platform that you are using it really helps small shows like us out 
um give it a five star rating go on don't be shy uh and if you have demon trash friends which i know you do because you're a disgusting piece of trash like us go and tell them share it with them i'm sure they'll like it since you like it you disgusting piece of trash and if you like what we do here you want to help us keep the lights on <laughs> and uh spare some pennies you can support us over at anchor.fm slash demon trash again that's anchor.fm slash demon trash for as little as 99 cents a month or whatever you feel like shelling over it is the reason why we have these lights and these this studio things, space this now studio this is xander our boy <laughs> um and you guys help us do all this for you so thank you guys so much to all the trashlings who are already doing that we really love you and thank you so much for your support all right back to the show so let's end this episode with some health and wellness this mm-hmm. is the last episode of 2021 we're going to say goodbye to this year and welcome a new one and i think it's important that we end this with um some good vibes yeah um end of the year so we kind of wanted to sort of piggyback off of um last episode about um i said uh approaching change from a lack perspective um versus an abundant um whole perspective Mm -hmm. and you wanted to kind of go into that and talk a little bit more about it and how that can sort of apply towards New Year's resolutions and like yeah. things that, you know, everybody wants to like with a new year. And it's so, always that new year, new me like mindset. Yeah. And I also think it's important because I feel like as a collective, um, like I think we're all definitely feeling that 2021, we're still trying to like overcome a pandemic we're still coming off a lot of shit that happened in 2020 and like 2021 still a lot of stuff happened and i think but we're kind of slowly but surely maybe coming out of this stuff or at least learning to like adapt and like mm-hmm. get to a healthier place as a collective i yeah. definitely feel that i see it a lot on the internet i see it on social media and so i just think it's important that we like always talk about that especially since it's like what we're going through mm-hmm. as well yeah i just feel like the like i was like oh we always talk about like our like new year's resolutions and stuff and i think like everyone always starts thinking about these things like going to the holidays and it be becoming a new year and like this year just passed by so fast you know like if i felt like 2020 was like the longest battle like that just dragged on i honestly i can't believe it 2020 felt like it dragged on for 10 years and like 2021 i feel like flew by in kind of like a blink of an eye yeah so it's just like and then when, when you were talking like last time about um just like change from like a perspective of lacking something and you like just you're just not good enough so you need to change. Mm-hmm. And like I thought about that in the terms of like my like every time I make a New Year's resolution or like, you know, I think in the past few years I've kind of like let go of New Year's re- like resolutions because yeah. I felt like they like kind of set me up to either like feel like I was failing right. for like no reason. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like why am I setting myself with this expectation? Yeah. That like I'm probably not going to follow. I'm not going to follow through with. Yeah. And then I'm disappointed in myself and feel like I'm a failure. It goes back to what I said before, and I'm still, like, blown away that I even said this, but it was, like, if you're not girl bossing, like, if you feel like you're not 
getting anywhere with progress, right? It's probably not because you're not girl bossing hard enough. You're not hustling hard enough. It's probably just because you need to check in with your mental health. Mm-hmm. Like you need to check in with source here because yeah. clearly if you keep making the same mistakes um, and you can't progress in the way that you want to, maybe you're take, take a step back, look at the approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important to approach the new year with this in mind. It's definitely something that I'm approaching every aspect of my life yeah. you know because i feel like yeah. when people like go into new year's resolutions it's like well i'm not skinny enough i don't have enough money i don't have this i don't have enough this i'm not this i'm i am not yeah. i am not i don't have it's lack lack perspective so i wanted to talk a little bit more about it because again i'm like in therapy and I'm, t- I'm learning about this stuff right now and like working on it right now and i've seen it on TikTok, I've seen it. I've read about it in like psychology and stuff. And it's like this idea of the ego versus the higher self. And which is essentially your ego is your sense of self versus your higher self is like your true self, your soul, whatever you believe. If your sense of self is coming from a lack perspective and it's the loudest in the room, Mm -hmm. your true self that is asking you to step into your highest potential isn't going to be heard. Mm-hmm. because your your ego think of it as you're like operating this is your who you are in the real world and then mm-hmm. your true self is like this other out out of body type thing mm-hmm. but if you don't have a firm sense of self that's like rooted in like abundance and your, your true self is not going to be able to like it's going to be yeah. in one ear and out the other your ego like kind of will overshadow your like higher self because like your ego is going to hear that and be like yeah well, okay whatever because <laughs> your, your ego is very much like me 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 versus mm-hmm. like from what i've read that the like your higher self is more like collective and like we and like being better versus like ego is like i don't have enough i need to be better yeah so again, if your sense of self is, I you know, I said it last week, I, I realized that I didn't have a great sense of self. I thought I did. I thought mm-hmm. that I love myself, but I don't. I really actually don't. I didn't understand actually what self-love really meant, mm-hmm. you know, and that's OK. Like I'm, I'm learning now and that's fine. But, you know, when you're like when you realize that and you gain that sense of awareness Um, It's all about like taking a look at your ego, which is going to be your habits, your thought patterns, your sense of self again, etc. And really examine and identifying what's going on there and what needs to sort of like be decoded Mm -hmm. and then rewired and Mm -hmm. adjusted so that your ego, your sense of self is operating in a place that supports your day to day operating so that you can continue to grow into your best self, mm-hmm. into your higher self. Yeah. Um, you essentially you're operating essentially like what they would say, like at a low frequency. Like yeah. I'll say that. I, I like to use technical language because it helps me like understand it. Um, so like right now, I would say like or like in the past couple of basically my whole life, I've been operating from this place of low frequency yeah, yeah, operating yeah. from a sense of lack mm-hmm. where that comes from is like childhood trauma societal standards all of those things yeah. we all get impacted from those things and if we don't i you know 
no one told me, I, I, I had to figure it out along this journey of trying to be a better person, mm-hmm. but failing and then figuring out, oh, because this problem, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, that's where you, I, we all need to go in and rewire and work on it and adjust so that when we go towards trying to be a better version of ourselves, we are operating from a healthier sense of self. Yeah. So um, I wanted to talk about like my sort of how I'm approaching that with like one's specific i used to have like a shit ton of resolutions like Mm -hmm. a long laundry list of them but now because i can through therapy and like identifying all of these things i feel like i have a firmer understanding of exactly what i want to work on i Mm -hmm. like it's clear i know exactly what i want and you well you'll find that as you go through this process of like trying to heal yourself that it's kind of all encompassing Mm -hmm. and that from that all of these wonderful things that you want to achieve just can come more naturally Mm -hmm. if you're in a place of acceptance because if you're operating in that low frequency none of that stuff it's you want it but it's not going to be able to stick yeah it's like trying to come in but it can't Mm -hmm. so yeah so i want to is there anything else you wanted to add about that um yeah well like when i was like thinking about my resolutions it it, like i was trying to like really think of like trying to rewire like why i would want this like not like i want to lose weight because i'm ugly i'm fat like do you know what i mean like not not coming from that like low frequency negative like it's like why do i want this like rethinking of like why like this is something that i want to achieve do you know what i mean and coming from like a place of like I'm whole and I'm like I'm perfect just the way I am now but how can I be better not because like society tells me my mom (laughs) do you know what I mean like someone your your parents your friends whatever not because they are saying you need to be these things do you know what I mean or even like why my ego thinks I need to be these things it's like why do I need to like why do I want to be better just because I just want to have be better. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And first off, this is really hard work. Like, this is really hard work. And I, you know. Because you kind of have to, like, really go into, like, okay. Where did, what's the root of this? And sometimes that root is extremely painful. Yeah, no, like, why do you think, like, I always would make resolutions of why I need to lose, like, of, like, oh, I want to lose weight. It's like, why do I feel like I need to do that? And, like, going down that path is can be really painful and hurtful because it's, like, it's just people, other people telling you you need to do this, you know? And, like, I spent a lot of my time in my early 20s just, like, kind of just really accepting, like, who I was without, like, wanting to, like, to being just okay with who I was, like, now. Do you know what I mean? So it's, like... I'm better at it. It's I'm not perfect. Like that stuff will still upset me mm-hmm. if I like think about it. And definitely like one of the things I want to do is like go to therapy and just help work on that because yeah, I think like I think when you are kind of on that like journey of wanting to be better, you realize it's like you're always growing. Yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. always like having to expert. work on stuff. Like mm-hmm. you, there's never a point where it's like you're not. You just are done. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well. So going more like definitely talking about body like it's it's so it's insane 
that is it's sort of groundbreaking for me but I think we don't really think about this a whole lot like in terms of like the ego of our society as a whole Mm -hmm. um and that's mind body connection that is something that I feel like we don't really address how fucking important that is Mm -hmm. um I mean, really think about that for a second. Like, really think, like, ask yourself, like, do you feel like your mind and body are connected? And I had that realization throughout therapy because, you know, through my therapy, I'm currently, like, unpacking a lot of trauma mm-hmm. um, over from over the course of my life. And the body carries a lot of trauma. And our brains carry that as well. And what ends up happening, I feel like a lot of the times, for various reasons, we sort of sever that connection of Mm -hmm. feeling rooted and grounded in our vessel, like in our temple, dude. And I realize that I don't have that at all Mm -hmm. anymore because of various reasons of things that happened to me that are not my fault, that I, in order to survive and function within our society, I snip snip I cut the cord and I lost track and guess what I gained a lot of weight and now I'm in a place where I can't figure out why that's happening to me what's going on why don't why do I have terrible impulse control what's going on here and it's because I don't have a mind body connection so ask yourself this are your mind and body connected if the answer is no don't freak out that's a wonderful thing that to have that sort of awareness and to now okay now I know I can rewire that I can work on grounding I can work on mindfulness and so I'm in the process of rewiring my brain to not think about my body as something that is separate from me Mm -hmm. because if you think about it like I want to lose weight so that I have a societally beautiful body you're talking about your body as if it's something different from you Mm -hmm. I'm learning how to feel whole within this vessel. I had this I I had this thought I was thinking about like why I struggle with maintaining the gym. And mm-hmm. I've realized that I struggle with maintaining and going to the gym because when you're in the gym, the focus is on the body. Mm-hmm. And when you're not ready to be in your body yet, there's a lot of sh- un- sort there's, there's a lot of like shame around your body. Exactly if there's a lot of shame and stuff around your body and you're focusing on that it doesn't feel good you're not going to keep going Mm -hmm. the one but then I realized for me the time that I feel most connected with my body and most grounded and most excited to be active within my vessel is when I'm hiking when I'm out in nature and Mm I I uh, was said in therapy I was like um you know I whenever I think about it versus when I'm in the gym, my focus is around the shame I have around my body, what it lacks, what it can't do anymore, how it doesn't look anymore the way it used to. Yeah. When I'm out hiking, engaging in nature with my body, I think about how amazing it is and where my body can take me. Mm-hmm. The, where the places my body can take me. Mm-hmm. How amazing is that? I can't wait to go further with this body and like to yeah. feel good in it. And that to me, I think is a really powerful thing and, and it helps. And that's just the first step for me to like, I can start out in nature, grounding, rewiring, getting connected back in the body, and then hopefully get to a place where I'm in the gym, still feeling that grounded and connectedness with myself. 
And that is my New Year's resolution. I want to rewire and reconnect my mind-body connection because that's extremely important to me. And Mm -hmm. what will come from that are the things that will please my ego, which is feeling confident in my body and feeling, yeah, healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are the things that my ego wants. Yeah. But I couldn't figure out I couldn't re I couldn't switch the perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I really was like, I'm going to focus on like expansion, not like I need to, I'm not whole yet and I need to be whole. I'm whole now and I want to expand. That's a great word. Like, like my focus is like on expansion and that's like whether like that's, um, for me, it was just like, I want to go out in nature and I want to like go on hikes and um and just like prepare like try and do camping trips and do stuff that gain new experiences expansion i want to new learning a language it's like all of these things are things that we want to achieve but get down to the root of it it's expansion you Mm want to grow and like yeah 100 percent. so that's kind of like where i want to come from with like all of my new year's resolutions and i feel like that's like much healthier than like then like I'm just not good enough now and I need to be better and like like I want to expand by also making sure I'm taking care of myself do you know what I mean so like in focusing on more like self-care things that stuff that I enjoy yeah you know and stuff that's actually gonna like help me down the road and you know it's like because you can get into these things where you get into the self-care but like it actually isn't that much of self-care because like I feel like a big thing that is kind of missing sometimes when you're like doing self-care is like is this actually helping me yeah do you know what I mean sometimes it's good just to like take a load off and just like but when you're like getting into like this is self-care me reading a million books or whatever it's actually just um it's escapism another, it's a distraction <laughs> and not actually helping you I think there's like we need to kind of like draw this line with self-care where it's like all right is it self-care or is it escapism yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean but like so maybe, for me maybe it's the psychedelic water <laughs> but i was it, i just heard this i um alan watts he said something um that that was relevant to like what we're talking about and how you get to that point is by he says through meditating mm-hmm. because through meditation or like getting grounded is when you carve out just like maybe even 5 minutes a day to really examine your thoughts that's how you identify where the, your ego is coming from. Yeah. And I was able to do that through therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I know everyone doesn't have access to therapy. So I, I, you know, really kind of take a, some time. Like I really, it's so important for us to always talk about this. And me and Avery talk about it all the time about how we will always continue to talk about growing because i've the demon trash podcast is you know you know why this started we know who we are i mean we don't forget the first half of this podcast Mm -hmm. but i do think it's important that just because like you're we're jokesters like i i'm still a person who's trying to grow and like be better and heal yeah and i think it's always so important to me that like no matter who's listening how many people are listening i want everyone to like really it's it's so important like to really 
manage your mental health examine if you keep failing it's not because you're a fuck up and i believe that for so long Mm -hmm. i know that pain i know that pain i've felt it even up until a couple months ago like i understand it because i live it and it took even if it took me 28 years to like and and more to continue to grow and like break these cycles i will but i just want everyone to know that they're like not alone in that yeah because it is really painful and it sucks Mm -hmm. and unfortunately we also have to remember that we're also carrying the ideas of the generations before us like yeah we're, we're also having to not only heal ourselves but heal from like what our parents went through and mm-hmm. things like that um like generational issues that just get passed down and i'm just that's something that you know i i think is really important so yeah i think going into the new year like if you're stressed and like thinking about new year's resolutions i know it's also really weird because it's it's tough to think about the expansion and the healing of the self also when the world can seem so shitty too it's it's tough out there yeah it's hard definitely like (laughs) talking about like the 2020 was like the year that blew everything up and then i feel like 2021 was like fallout it was fallout, but, like, having to learn how to operate in this new way, but, like, also, like, taking from, like, like 2020, like, it blew everything up, but, like, it kind of also, like, put a lot of things into focus of, like, what I actually, like, what you want wanted to pursue, at least, like, with us, like, what we wanted to pursue, what, like, what we wanted to work on, like, 2021 was, like, all right, let me try and figure out, like, what the best way for me to do that and then like 2022 I want to like focus on like putting that stuff into practice like stuff that actually generally worked and actually like made me happy and trying to fit like like 2021 was like the workshop year you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know what i i had this thought, workshop you know how stuff. We, we constantly say like lately like i feel like i'm in the the waiting room the loading screen mm-hmm. i really do be feeling like that like I really do feel like what happened was 2020, like the simulation broke mm-hmm. and I realized, oh, I'm in a motherfucking simulation. I'm shift in the matrix. paradigm, it was, paradigm yeah, shift, paradigm shift. Now, this year I was in the loading screen. Mm-hmm. I was in the loading screen, figuring out the rules, reading the manual, trying to figure out the buttons, mm-hmm. uh, figuring out how does this work? How does, you know what I'm saying? And it sounds psychotic but you, i know i know i know get people get what i mean like now i feel like i'm in a place where like i'm like okay i'm getting my bearings i can play the game now i can do this now yeah. like i can i'm getting to a place where i'm stepping out and feeling good about mm-hmm. me like yeah. gaining the sense of self again um so yeah if you're in your loading screen bro like i get it yeah and um take your time Mm -hmm. take your time but expansion and really identify your thoughts Mm -hmm. it's important and where they come from what's the root yeah just so like things might not be perfect the way it is right now but that doesn't mean that you are not like a whole person that doesn't mean that you are lacking anything it just means the world's not working out how you thought it was going to be. Yeah. But you can always expand and get the things that you want. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And I also, and again, I also say this too, like if uh, social media is everywhere and 
I, you know, a lot of people have the willpower to stay off social media. We just don't. Like, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. So, like, here's what I'll say. Fix your algorithm. Fix your algorithm. Because the shit that I get fed on TikTok now is very motivational. It's, it's stuff about healing journeys. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, like, Alan Watts quotes and watching you know i really curated to my algorithm to where i'm at now and where i want to go yeah and if you're watching stuff is like a while ago we talked about mental health on tiktok and people like who were having like mental breakdowns on tiktok and getting famous about that but that was like a majority of my algorithm because i was also going through that i was Mm -hmm. i was having trouble and so if that's constantly what you're watching and scrolling through you're gonna stay there yeah um, you're definitely gonna have that nihilistic point of view where right. it's like everything's terrible there's no change you know you can't <laughs> there's nothing that you can do to progress but there definitely is yeah and it, like one of the like back like, a long time ago when we are going back through like the seven deadly sins and stuff like that and just talking about like growth in general um i don't know if it was there we were talking about it maybe it was like i feel like it was like maybe two years ago Mm -hmm. like before 2020 that's for sure but like um we were just talking about like you know how do you like achieve goals or like how do you curate self-love it's like you have to let go like you have to get away from negativity and you it's like your environment yeah because you know just like as human beings we're so influenced by what's going on around us we're pack animals you know what i mean yeah we're social animals so it's like making sure your environment is good like your tiktok algorithm your youtube algorithm the people you hang out with yeah if you want to expand you have to be around people who want to expand as well but now that that's a good point but now i think because i was there so that was there and now like in this part of journey now i realize okay i feel like my environment's good i'm like in a good environment however my internal environment was Mm -hmm. not good yeah so it's like you can like do all that external stuff but Mm -hmm. you gotta go internal oh yeah you gotta go internal and do the shadow work and the thing is is that sometimes we think we don't sometimes we don't even think that we need that it's like you realize that you're like oh shit no i need to do the shadow work Mm-hmm. Um, and that shit's hard because guess what? Shadow work don't pay the bills. It is tough work and and it's all consuming. Yeah. That's the other thing. Is it's it's it is really all consuming. And it's lonely as fuck because when you are doing that work, it's very difficult for anyone to really understand you and people can support you, but it's difficult for them to like go parallel with you on that journey yeah i'll say that that's been the probably like that was it's that's what's kind of lonely about it but that's why i recommend therapy because you're kind you got somebody there to like hold you down but um yeah so that's what we wanted to say on the last episode i feel like i feel like i wanted to end on a uh high note Mm -hmm. and um really emphasize self-love and figuring that out and ego versus higher self and just yeah guys like 2022 i think is going to be an amazing year and regardless of what the state of the world is you can still you can operate within it how you decide Mm -hmm. and that's that and uh hope you guys continue to heal with us yeah and we hope you guys have like a good holidays Mm -hmm. 
have a good new year party (laughs) party (laughs) enjoy yourself and we will see you guys back in january um thank you again so much for everyone joining us and coming back we're really excited to be back and i'm kind of bummed we're taking a break but you know i want to enjoy my time yeah so that's the other thing like we're gonna you know with demon trash is like you know just it's coming we'll be here and we'll put it out and we don't have to stress ourselves out (laughs) so we'll be back uh in january yeah merry christmas happy new year make sure you subscribe share with your friends yeah. Come hang out with us. Come hang out. We get a lot of YouTube comments about people who like feel like they don't have friends that like understand them. So I'll, I'll I be hope, your friend. I hope that you know that this people can relate to this. Yeah, I know somebody's out there uh, relating. I we know this because they tell yeah. us. So uh, we love you, and you're valid. And we will talk to you guys very very soon. Make sure to come see us on YouTube. All right, bye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Oh, psychedelic water. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. I have don't feel like I feel a difference. Me I'm going to be honest. Me neither. I paid way too much money for this to not make me feel like I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> <laughs>